Good morning, everybody. This is Fantasy Basketball Podcast, The Pickup. This is episode number two, here with Tyler Smith and Luis Prado. Today is Thursday, November 7th. We're excited to be back talking about the NBA. Uh, Luis, how are we doing this morning? Glad to be back, man. I can't... I've been thinking about this all week. I, I had such a good time uh, on our first one. Uh, I'm ready for the second one. For sure, dude. I actually had a really good time. It was fun to kind of get our podcast up and running. Again, we're um, hometown Spokane, Washington, and we are uh, g- going to be going over a lot of fantasy basketball today, talking about the hottest waiver wire pickups, in addition to some news and kind of a recap on the scores from yesterday. So anything to add this morning, Luis, before we get going? No, no. Just uh, dive right in. Yeah, perfect. Okay. So... Um, Last, last week, we did our very first podcast, uh, episode number one. We were talking about the hottest waiver wires. There was a lot of action that happened over the last week. Um, we're going to be focusing today. We'll be talking about a lot of different fantasy um, basketball leagues, such as 12 teams, 8 teams, 10 teams, 14, 16 teams. We do a 12-team for record at our hometown, which we take very serious. Uh, but we're going to be kind of talking about players today that are less than 50% owned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just anything under uh, 50, there are, uh, so if you look at the waiver wire ads, um, they're like some of the top ads for the day um, are over 50%, so even if we don't talk about those guys that are uh, over 50%, you still should check to, um, I'll, I'll go over a small list, even if they are, there's a chance that they are available even though they are 50% owned. Mm-hmm. Um so uh, yeah, we'll we'll get into those two. Perfect. All right. So so big news coming into this week is that I have number one on the list is Kawhi Leonard, not a healthy player, sitting back to backs. What is going on with Kawhi in L.A.? <laughs> yeah, I. So the Ramona Shelburne uh, is a, a ESPN uh, analyst that uh, covers just the L.A. area, and she said that uh, there was. So uh, there's a protocol in the league that you have to, before going back and getting like treatment, uh, you have to do uh, press before you go. And he makes everybody wait 90 minutes while he's getting uh, treatment done and then comes out and forces everyone else to wait an hour and a half. Now, to me, that says that he doesn't care what you think. So him sitting back to backs, I think, was predetermined. And uh, so he just doesn't care, essentially. Yeah. So he's going to do what he wants, uh, and it's just a tough player to own. And why he slid all the way down to 12, yeah. or 12-ish. 12-ish, yeah. I, I drafted Kawhi and ended up trading him early in the season because I knew these headaches were coming along. I was hopeful that maybe he would not sit back-to-backs because it's a new scene and uh, L.A. doesn't have Paul George yet. And, and maybe Kawhi would just decide, hey, I need to put team on my back this year. Doc said... He feels great at this moment because what we've been doing for him. Now, we saw him do the same thing in Toronto last year. I think it's just a cover-up to say, hey, we want to keep our star healthy. We want to do injury prevention. And even if he is a healthy player right now, we're still going to sit him back-to-backs. Yeah. Okay, so I got a question for you. So if you had to guess the last time that he played back-to-back games, um, so two days in a row, mm-hmm. when do you think that last time that happened? And I'm going off a source of Woj, I believe. So, uh, pretty good source. I haven't looked it up myself, but I want to. I want to hear <laughs> what you think is the last time he played back to back. Shoot, we are sitting November seventh, two thousand nineteen. So last year would have been November seventh, two thousand eighteen. I don't even think it was the year of two thousand eighteen in Santa. I'm going to guess two thousand seventeen. Yeah. So April two thousand seventeen is the Damn. last last time he played 
Back to back, according to Woj, that's two years, and he's got the toughness of AI. Yeah, uh, I just I laugh because he plays back to back next week, and both of those are on national televised TV, I believe. And just like the one he sat out yesterday was also nationally televised, and then he plays tonight mm-hmm. on national television. I just uh, if he hasn't played back to back in two years, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck getting him to play back-to-back this year. He's a damn big baby. That's all I have to say. You know, maybe he is fighting that quad injury that's been pretty chronic, but it's really hard for me to justify that based on the way he's playing. When he yeah. plays, yeah, he looks damn good. So, uh, John Collins, 25 games, growth hormone-releasing peptide. Poor guy. Jeez, it looks like the NBA is honestly cracking down with their, um, their drug testing. That sucks for Atlanta. Yeah, uh, they... So they, I, I read somewhere on a tweet that uh, they started cracking down two years ago um, in 2017. And uh, the only one that they got the year before was uh, Jody Meeks. Um, so like the first year that they implemented it was Jody Meeks. And then this year they're already up to three guys with yeah. Wilson Chandler and uh, 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 Aiton. And, uh, and now Collins. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, they they are obviously going after high-caliber players. And if they test positive on their drug screening, they're going to suspend them. And it doesn't look like the appeal process is probably going to be something that's going to happen. If you're testing positive for banned substances, you're going to get suspended for games. So it'll be interesting to see if they get any more players this year and if players start abiding by the drug policy. Yeah. um, I don't don't know uh, if... It was ever really a big problem, um, but, I mean, yeah, you just got to be careful. Um, who do you think is the biggest fantasy implication um, for Atlanta? Yeah, well, we'll certainly get to that. Jabari Parker starting at the moment. He's had two actually good quality games back-to-back. He's a big-time scorer at this point. He does decent percentages, but he's not going to really fill up the stat sheet a whole lot in other areas. So I think Jabari is your, your big takeaway. Atlanta looked terrible last night. No one played great. Trey had a terrible game. Um, I think that they're going to really struggle without John Collins. Do you have any other players that you feel like maybe should be picked up? At yeah, Atlanta? there there isn't a Hunter, maybe a DeAndre Hunter. Um, but the one thing about picking up Jabari, you'll have to, you'll he's going to get the thirty minutes. Um, you know, he was already at like twenty something. He so this jumps him to thirty. Um, uh, yeah, but other than that, Parker, um, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, other than Parker, Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Not Hunter, much. Hunter's a rookie. Um, he's going to be really inconsistent. It's probably going to be a little bit of a roller coaster, but, yeah. um, maybe, maybe as a couple weeks go by, Hunter starts picking up his yeah. play. Um, other big news from the NBA yesterday, Ben Simmons left with right shoulder injury 10 minutes into the game, did not return. Josh Richardson played point guard the rest of the game. He played really well. I, I highly suspect that Ben Simmons will be back soon. He, that's what the initial news says, so I'm not... He, if if it, uh, the What is it? Did he have an MRI? I think he had an X-ray. Or came X-ray. back clean. Yeah. Came back clean. Minor so. AC joint sprain. Yeah, so, so I mean, if it comes back clean and he feels well, I'm sure he'll be back in a couple of games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other big news, Otto Porter uh, went down with a bruised foot, did not return. He's got a kind of lengthy injury history. Yeah, he, had, he was having a heck of a game going into halftime, and that's right when the injury happened. That sucks. I, if, if he would have finished this game and I owned him, that would have been, like, just because he was having such a good game, 
and he finished it out, he would have ended up with even better stats. That would have been perfect time for me to ship. That's number one. I would have. He would have gone. been gone. But. And I like Otto Porter. I think he's a stud. But man, he's kind of a risky player to own. Yeah, absolutely. I ever since he, I heard that they're already game. You know, game four, they're already doing load management because of his hip. Gone. <laughs> out of First here. good game. See ya. Yeah. Mitchell Robinson left with a concussion, and the NBA is really strict on their concussion protocol. I could see him missing a week or two. I don't know what's going down in New York this year with their center position, but Mitch Rob and Fitzdale just have a tough rotation. Yeah, he's already averaging. He's only already averaging twenty minutes, um, something around there. No, I. It's. I mean, he. It's a guy you want for the second half. Um, so you just kind of have to be patient. Unleash Mitch Rob, man. Yeah. Uh, it's Bobby Portis. I, I don't have his game log pulled up for a reason because I don't even know. Trash. Yeah, I don't even want him. Uh, but it's bad. Like, his his games are bad. And that's who's starting for him or coming in for him. And it's, like, it's just not somebody. Like, I don't know why Robinson even is giving up minutes for him. Like, that's who should be playing. But, hey, it's Fitzdale we're talking about here. We, we have a childhood friend in our fantasy league that owns Bobby Portis. He had him last year, maybe even the year before. Yeah. Shout out to Moose Knuckle, who's holding strong <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with Bobby Portis. Yeah, because he owns both of them. So he has to have his backup. <laughs> Got to have his backup. That's two roster spots. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, Zach Collins, four months shoulder surgery. Shitty blow for the Blazers. Yeah. That's, I mean, like I said last time, this is my hometown team. So, yeah, it's it's a tough blow. Who do you want on Portland? Um, Pickups. There isn't really much. I don't know. Who do you think? I, there's... Yeah. Uh, you just hope that Rodney Hood stays healthy and he plays big minutes and Kent Bazemore somehow produces. But, gosh, they're four position. You got Anthony Tolliver. Yeah. You got Mario Hazonia. That's about it. The only guy, maybe Mario Hazonia in a 16-teamer or something yeah, like that. Yeah, in deep, deep leagues, Mario Hazonia. Yeah, I mean, player. obviously Kent is probably already borderline in the 12, and so he might be already owned in a lot of leagues. So, mm-hmm. like, available pickup, like, that more than likely is on your way to wire is Mario, and that's more towards 16-teamers. Most definitely, yep. Uh, big news for tonight, Kemba returns to Charlotte. Is that exciting for you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, a little bit. Uh, I, uh, we'll get into the Charlotte game, uh, because of Devontae Graham, uh, what he did. Yeah, played 40 minutes off the bench, which is uh, 40 odd minutes, which pretty much says he played the whole game. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What do you got? Over, under 35 for Kemba tonight? Uh... Over. Oh, it's going over. <laughs> I wish I was Kemba's in, getting wet. I wish I was, I wish I was in Vegas because I'd take the over. Oh, man, that's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Suns are playing at the Heat. Both teams are 5-2 and two tonight. Tyler Hero really looks up to Devin Booker. That's going to be kind of fun to watch. Who you got Suns Heat tonight? Uh, I, I need to see who's playing at home. Yeah, it's Miami at home. Miami at home. Yeah, I probably would go Miami, um, just because they're traveling and they just got done playing what uh, two days ago? Yes, yeah, two days ago. So they played on Tuesday. Yeah, and so now they're traveling to Miami. So I I would probably take Miami, um, yeah. and then also their roster looks a little better. Yeah. But Suns are hot. Yeah. Do you do you like the Suns' long term outcome with Aiton coming back? Yeah, I think they make the playoffs, and that's that's a, crazy. That's it. Like that means that someone v- that made the playoffs last year that was really good is going to get bumped off. 
because a Sacramento didn't make it and they were really good not this year but last year so that means that they were sitting on the bubble uh, whoever's sitting so either like Portland cuz they I mean losing to Golden State that's mad yeah so like they could potentially get bumped down with the Suns getting put in there uh, so who knows? Yeah, but they, they look like the real deal. You you think Suns over the Mavericks this year? You know what? Yeah, I'm thinking Suns over Damn. Mavericks. There might be two That's teams. Bold. Yeah, there might be two teams that make the, the, okay. the playoffs that didn't last year. Two people get bumped down. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Hey, I, go Suns, man! I think that they're fun to watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like them. And, and that Cameron that Johnson doing guy, a hell of a job. Yeah, Cam, that Cam Johnson guy. Um, just by just on look uh, he looks like legit i mean i don't think he was gonna put up where he got drafted but he looks legit like yeah, pass the eye test. yeah it just passes the eye test um he, he definitely should have been a first rounder probably not lottery or wherever he went probably towards the end of the lottery but they swooped him high yeah all right um other news injury wise just got a couple more to touch on eric gordon left with a hamstring injury we're gonna get to him and waiver wire pickups a little bit later Draymond Green and D'Angelo Russell's drama going down in Warriors. That's golly. What do you think about that situation? Yeah. Uh, so I have. Uh, I I I don't want Draymond in anything, in any league. Uh, uh, so here's a, I got a, a question for you. So who would you rather have, uh, Collins or Draymond Green? And before you answer, so Collins is obviously we don't know when he comes back if he's going to get injured or not, but. We know he's going to miss 25 games. Do you think Draymond misses more than 25 games from uh, from here on out? So, so I mean, essentially, if they were both to miss the same amount of games, you would take Collins. So do you think Draymond is going to miss 25 or more? If I'm putting Draymond together with Collins face-to-face and they're both healthy, I want Collins. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's so, no doubt about it. I mean, today. Because yeah. Draymond could come back tomorrow. So let's say Draymond comes back in the next three or four games. I, I think that they're going to be incredibly cautious with Draymond. So I agree with you. I don't want a whole lot to do with Draymond. If I have him on my team, I'm trying to ship him. Yeah. So who do you, who do you want? I take Collins. Yeah, you want I, Collins? I want Collins. I'd stash Collins right now over, over Draymond. Uh, yeah. And the reason why is because when, when Collins comes back in 20, 24 games... 23 after tomorrow, Collins has the opportunity to put up maybe second-round value because he's still improving as a player, and he's healthy. He's going to play, and the Hawks have a legitimate chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, and you're going to get him more than likely for our fantasy playoffs. And yeah. Draymond probably is not going to be there for our fantasy playoffs. Guy's going to sit. Yeah, so that's where I'm sitting at with Draymond and the yeah. Warriors. Essentially, we'll get to the Warriors uh Waiver wire pickups when you get to the game. Yeah, if if I own D'Angelo Russell, I'm sweating bullets too. Yeah, all I'm of them. I'm pissed. Yeah, all of them. And those guys were third, fourth round picks. Yeah, both of them. That's a big blow if you own either of those yeah. guys. Yeah, try to sell them if you can, but yeah. probably not going to get much. For yeah, them. in our league, they somebody just legitimately traded Draymond for Justice Winslow, which I think he lost the trade still because I think he could have gotten a little better value than Justice. Than Justice, but that's where people are going. That's where you're at. They're, yeah, they're sweating bullets, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy Lamb sat with an ankle injury last game. Miles Turner's on the the verge of coming back. What do you do? You know anything about Jeremy Lamb's status going forward? You know what? No, I don't. But he, I, I uh, what I want to say is that he'll be back soon. And when he was playing, because he already this is the second time. But I don't think it's the same injury. He was killing. He was yeah, doing good. He's so. doing really well. Aaron Holiday started at point guard 
alongside with Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. They moved Malcolm Brogdon to the two, and Aaron Holiday put up, I think he had 30 minutes. Yeah. And put up 18 points. 18 points, yeah. Um, I, I really like Holiday. Just uh, like a, yeah. another eye test guy. He's just not going to have enough minutes to be viable for fantasy. You ready for Turner to return? Uh, Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's went from question or he went from out or from injured to out to questionable so he's on his way back yeah he's coming yeah. he's beast he's beast all right so waiver wire pickups under 50 percent owned this is my favorite part of the podcast because we get to talk about players that are on the waiver wire that are kind of borderline ads but man if you pick up the right one it could be a, a big pickup yeah you hold on to them for the rest of your year yeah that'd be the hope that'd especially be the hope. right at the beginning of the season like this yeah in, anything to kick it off with who who's your number one waiver wire ad this week um which we already touched on so let's just skip him it's jabari parker um yeah. you know it, it's a guy that played the best out of anybody on that atlanta game because trey had a horrendous game which little you know those are the type of games which caused me to not want to draft him that high but those will come um but yeah, Parker is the number one pickup. Uh, what do you think? God, I took a swing and a miss. I picked up DeAndre uh, Bembry. Oh my goodness, did I miss on DeAndre Bembry? I don't know why. I I saw Parker was there. I saw Bembry was there. I I had a feeling that Parker would probably get the start, but I thought they'd give thirty minutes a night to Bembry. I like his opportunity to put up defensive stats, but I missed. I think Jabari Parker's the person to own. Yeah, exactly why you would take Bembry over him. You would think that they'd shift Hunter over to the four, bring yeah. in Bembry. Yeah. And uh, even if they were to play similar amount of minutes with Bembry and Parker, you would think that the defensive stats would boost his ranking up higher. Yeah. Um, which is uh, understandable why you'd go with Bembry, but it looks like Parker's probably the pickup. Yeah, I miss. I think Jabari has a chip on his shoulder, too. He's got a lot to prove. He's had a rough career, and with, with big minute opportunities, maybe he he does well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like I said, yeah, 23 games to go. That's that's probably the guy you want. Absolutely. He had 19 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal, 9 for 14 from the field. Uh, he filled up a stat sheet a little bit, so we'll see if he, he does well going forward. Staying on the Hawks, Kevin Huerter, he we mentioned him last week. Eventually, I think he moves into the starting two role. Yeah. Over, do, you, do you like him over Cam Reddish? Yeah, uh, I think he get. I owned him for a good while last year, and I think he he ended up get, uh, putting above average threes and steals, uh, and obviously no turnovers. Um, and he's not going to hurt you too bad from the field because he doesn't take enough shots. And same thing with free throws. He's a good free throw shooter. So yeah. he is ownable uh, as somebody that you want as a pickup. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I like him. Yeah, cool, cool. Who do you got on the list next there? Um, Tomas Sadoransky. Oh, had, Tomas. Yeah, he had, what, 27 last night? Yikes. Uh, that's uh, – uh, that's – let me. I'm pulling up his game log right now. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, he had 27, seven and eight. Yeah, hell so, of a stat line. But that's his really first huge game. The last couple games, he's dropped some dimes. Yeah. So if you go down the list here, I'm gonna go down the list in assists. Is eight, six, nine, six, eight, and five. So am I sleeping on Tomas? Yeah. You know he's getting the start. It looks like he's right around the 28 minutes a game so somebody that's getting that many assists with 28 minutes a game and is starting is probably somebody you want he's already owned in let me see here 47 percent of leagues so mm. it's 
we barely made it on our list for 50 and under. So there's a high chance he's probably already gone in your league. But it's somebody that is he's there. Like later in the season, I like Kobe White over Tomas, so I think that Tomas for the first for the next maybe ten weeks is the guy that you want to have on your team if you're gonna have him, maybe as your last roster spot. But sometimes people like to have that last roster spot as kind of a revolving waiver wire pickup person. So Tomas is sitting right on that borderline. Eventually, he's gonna get dropped. Yeah, yeah. I and I, for right now, uh, I think I, I think he's a hold. Uh, I yeah. he's ranked uh, on Yahoo rankings. He's forty four. It's insane. So like, if he's sitting on your waiver wire Jeez. and sitting at forty four, you got and, and he's hot right now. You have to take him. Yeah, you got to pick him up. Yeah, uh, I got so the next guy that I wanted to talk about is House, and we talked about him last waiver wire. So the that's also bodes well. Um, for him, the fact that we've talked to about him two weeks in a row, yes, yeah, super uh, solid player. Yeah, and he's sitting at forty percent. Like, how is he still sitting at forty percent? He's uh, he's his his game log uh is sitting at seventeen points last night. Uh, five threes, like that's yeah, fantasy gold. Yeah, if he's sitting on your waiver wire, I think he's got to be an ad. Yeah. You need to get Daniel House on your team if you have the opportunity because they run and gun in Houston. P.J. Tucker put up a stupid stat line yeah. yesterday. The guy's killing it. Yeah, he put up a couple duds, and he might have been dropped in your league. You'll get him. Go swoop P.J. Tucker, Daniel House. Yeah. I'm not huge on the Harden-Westbrook share. I, I mean, they're going to have fantasy stats, but, man, what do you think about Harden-Westbrook? Yeah, I, uh, Westbrook... Ended up going to the locker room a little early last night and didn't come out. So uh, keep an eye for that. Uh, but Harden looks like he's okay. Yeah. Um, but Russell worries me he's a little struggling bit. Struggling a tiny bit. Yeah, when it comes to the counting stats, uh, but his efficiency is up, so it's leveled him out. Yeah, yeah. But their role players are coming up big so far. Yeah, so yeah. House and PJ. Yeah, so if either of those guys are on your list or on your waiver wire, you need to go get both of them. Definitely, yeah. Eric Gordon looks like a bust. Uh, yeah, it's he's shooting really bad. Horrendous. And, and when he was worth uh, a uh, when he was worth rostering, he was shooting hitting four threes a game and not shooting terrible, um, which is what's killing his value right now. He's shooting horrendously so he ended up on our waiver wire yesterday yeah right where i think he should be yeah and i'm in two other leagues and i think he's in on the way around both of those two poor eric gordon yeah so adios indiana yeah house is probably the guy you want yeah 100 yeah, percent uh guy on on my list i have been keeping my eye on who just got picked up in our league is is myers legend myers leonard i really like myers leonard um fantasy wise I like him more as a basketball player than I do fantasy basketball, but he's had a couple of really sneaky games lately. The thing about Miami is they have they play Eric Spolster plays a lot of players, so Myers Leonard will have some nights where he does really well. But the thing I like about him is he hits threes, he gets blocks, he gets some counting stats, and he's been efficient this year. So he's a borderline add. I think that Kelly Olynyk coming back has a big factor in him doing well. Where are you at with with Myers Leonard? Uh, you know, I more like you said, I, he was on Portland, so I loved him when he was on Portland. Um, so there's some bias here. 
but it's on the Miami roster. Okay, I'm I'm looking at the depth chart right now. So technically, he's the starter, right? But they move Bam down to the five a lot, and they bring in Kelly, like you've already mentioned. James Johnson just had a really good game. Derek Jones Jr. Derek Jones Jr. is another guy that they plug in there. And then this Duncan Robinson got starts too. So he's, I mean, the fact that he's getting starts uh, means he's going to get playing time. Got Tyler Uh, Hero and Justice Winslow. Yeah. um, So, yeah. So those are like five, six guys. When someone is battling that many people, they're going to bound to have an off night. And for me, being an inpatient owner, I just don't, like, yeah. I, I'll end up dropping him eventually. But, you know, if, if he's hot like he has been in what you mentioned, yeah, he's somebody you need to pick up. If he's playing three to four games a week and then drop him the second he gets cold for another hot guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have Terrence Ross on my list. I like Terrence Ross. I was actually really close to picking him up a couple of days ago before he got hurt and has battling this knee tendonitis because last year he put up some sneaky value. He just hasn't looked good this year so far. Yeah, it, so comparable to Eric Gordon, he, if he's not hitting his shots, his value is going to dri- get Dang, driven down. Yeah. yeah, but better than Eric Gordon, what brings up his value a little bit more, so I like Ross better than I like Gordon, um, is the fact that he does get steals yeah. in and out here. You know, He's been known, that's something that throughout the fantasy community, he is a steal and three guy. Can you please spit some knowledge about Markel Fultz? Oh, <laughs> uh, so he's he's starting now, right? Yes. And uh, and the coach likes him uh, likes him to start because he feeds the ball to Aaron Gordon. And if you've noticed, if there's something you uh, if you haven't noticed, if you're an Aaron Gordon uh, owner, you've noticed that his stats have gone up with Fultz being in the starting lineup. Uh, I, coming out of Washington. Uh, he's got a seven-foot wingspan. Um, uh, you know, and that is, for when it comes to guards, is going to produce blocks. He's going to get in the lane with steals. And he's been hitting his threes. And uh, his, oh, okay, here's one thing that I noticed. His free throws jumped up 10% from last year. Which, yeah, so starting 10%, he's going to get just uh, defensive stats. It's a guy that I is... Very, very high on. He's owned in 25%. That's crazy. Of, of league. So if you have him, please consider picking him up because yeah. end of the year, they're going to give him 30 minutes. All you can do, it, it, whether whether they're doing well or not, I, I think, think he's going to play into 30 minutes. I think you're right. I like I like Markel Fultz a lot. His season outlook looks good. He's, he's being efficient too. Getting steals. He's running the offense. Michael Carter Williams came off the bench and played really well yesterday. They got DJ Augustine, um, but I still think Fultz is a guy in, in Orlando. And you're right; since he came into starting lineup, Eric Gordon or Aaron Gordon has had three consecutive pretty good games. Yeah, so no. AG maybe trends up a tiny bit. Yeah, and so I think the coach notices that as well, and so he's going to stick in the starting lineup. I think this is not just a one like a you know a thing that's gonna. It's not just right now. I think it's it's forever. Like and, it's for the rest of the season. And Lord have mercy on Jonathan Isaac yesterday. Thirty-one minutes, thirteen points, ten rebounds, five assists, four steals, six blocks, five for eight from the field, two for two from the line, hit a three-pointer. 
Good lord, that is a stat line. Yeah, if you picked him up in the fifth round, which is where his ADP was at, Tailed it. you are doing backflips right now. Yeah. That is like... For me, yeah. For me, it's there's, he's untradeable because you're not. No one's gonna give up what he's going to put up, which I think is a second round. Yeah. Um. So you end up having to give up. Who you know? You want Jonathan Isaacs or Shea Gilgis Alexander? Oh, Jonathan Isaac all, all day. day, all day. Shea's having an incredible. We talked about it last week. He's having. I was off on him, and he was also going in the fifth round. Uh, I was off on him, but. The fact that you could legitimately get combined from Jonathan Isaac six steals, blocks, and threes combined—that is something you will never find. Two, two, two. Yeah, yeah. It's not something you're going to find. You won't anywhere, find that anywhere. Anywhere. He's maybe Giannis. Yeah, and then yeah, maybe Giannis. Maybe. Maybe, but he's not going to average two threes a game. Yeah, hit four last night. Yeah, yeah, and it, and I watched a little bit of it. It's he. He's looking good. They're not. They're letting him. He has all day. Yeah. He is. They're letting him do it. Shoot. They're not guarding him out there. Yeah. So if he hits, if they're going to keep doing that and he keeps hitting, yeah, maybe, maybe he gets it too. And and Giannis went fourteen for eighteen from the line, so he's stepping up a little bit from the line. Yeah. We'll see. He's been sketchy from the line yeah. this year. If you look at Basketball Monster, that is his biggest. Yeah. Uh, uh, what hurts his rate? Yeah. His ranking the most is the free throw shooting. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Anybody on the list going forward? Uh, I think we've already talked about uh, Rodney Hood when we uh, talked about the the Portland situation with Zach Collins a little bit. Uh, Dylan Brooks. Uh, Big game. And, yeah, thirty-one. Mm-hmm. He played four times this week, which I think we're gonna go. We're gonna we're gonna go over the people that play or the teams that play four times this week. Uh, so he was a guy that played four times. That was on the list for four times this week mm-hmm. and was probably available and probably got swooped up just because he's playing four times mm-hmm. um, and he's been playing well from those four games. He might even stick around even if he doesn't play four times next week. Yeah, Dylan Brooks, Oregon boy, huh? Golly. They have a young squad. They're just going to give run to everyone. They There was no defense being played in the Minnesota Grizzly game yesterday. My poor friend Jaron Jackson Jr. is having a really tough year. Yeah. I tweeted him yesterday, and all I said was, figure it out, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you added him? Oh, yeah. yeah. I uh, tweeted him last yeah. I got him out. I picked him fourth round. Uh, yeah. Guys struggle bus. Yeah, we'll, and I think we'll get to that when we get to the games. Yeah, it, 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 go, but going back to Dylan Brooks, I don't know. You, I'm not buying him. You're not buying I'm him? I'm not buying him. I, I think that he's going to have a lot of playing time and potential. You're gonna probably end up dropping him. Yeah, he's probably a good guy to stream. He plays back to back today and tomorrow. That's a definitely a good person to stream. If he has two good games in a row, he could win you the week. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think um, there is a lot of depth there when you start thinking about. Um, uh, okay, so there's Jay Crowder. There's uh, there's uh, Tyus Jones. Kyle Anderson. Kyle Anderson. They like a Bruno. They like the Bruno guy. I haven't heard a peep out of Josh Jackson, but I mean, at some point he's gonna have to play. Uh, yeah, so there's a lot of depth. So yeah, he just ride him out while he's hot. Yeah, ride him while he's hot. Brandon Clark's been having a super good year. Yeah, I love the guy. Out of Would you Jagger. trade him straight across from Jaron Jackson right now? I, no way. Yeah, you I couldn't. couldn't. I I just could not do it. But if you look at their game logs, Brandon Clark is outplaying him by far. Yeah, man. 
But you'd be a fool to think that Jaron Jackson's not going to figure it out and turn it around. He's nine, he's 20 years old, so I you got to give the guy a break. I have a tendency, personally, to to pick guys one year before they break out. Yeah. Two years ago, I picked Buddy Heald. The next year, he killed it. Last year, I picked Brandon Ingram. He kills it this year. This yeah. year, I take Jaron Jackson Jr. Oh, my goodness. Maybe next year. Yeah, maybe that's... And you're always a little more hesitant to, to pick him up the following year. Hell, yeah. Because when he burnt you the year before. But you know what? I'll well, I'll tell you this. If I own Jaron Jackson and somebody offered me Brandon Clark plus someone else, I'd probably do it. I mean, another low-end guy. So, not low-end because Brandon Clark... That's crazy. I, I would do it. I yeah. would consider it. Like, if somebody... Offer me Brandon Clark, and I, I mean, I can't. None of these waiver wire guys off on my list. Yeah, like, maybe like a solid seven, eighth round guy. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. And and if I was the person that was trying to low ball and try to send a low offer to Jaron Jackson Jr., I'd be doing it right now. I'd be sending a trade for Jaron Jackson trying to get him for cheap. Yeah. I'd yeah. go get him. Yeah. yeah. I think he's going to turn around. Yeah, he is. Up, uh, but, man, it's... It's tough. It's yeah, scary. Yeah. It's... You're, you're sitting there. You're you invested. Probably, you invested a third or fourth, and you're just like... You're waiting. You're waiting, because those are the guys that you want to see kill it every night. And you're just sitting there waiting, and I'm impatient, and somebody offers me something that's, like, decent, that looks like it's going to pan out. I'd probably be like, okay, let's do it, you know? He's got so much potential, though. Yeah, I owned him all last year, and, and I love him. But I picked him up in the eighth, so. Yeah, versus the fourth. Yeah. I have on the list the three-guard rotation, actually four-guard rotation in San Antonio between DeJounte Murray, uh, Brian Forbes, Derek White, and Patty Mills. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. I... I'm really high on Murray, but I don't think I want him. Uh, yeah. He had a terrible game uh, this last game because uh, he played on Tuesday. Um, and we're going over Wednesday night's games, but he played on Tuesday and he had a terrible game. Uh, and and then these other guys are just killing his value. He's not going to play back-to-backs. He's not going to uh, probably go over 30 for a while because that's the way they are because they have three guys or three of them four, yeah. I mean four if you include him but they have three other guys that they could play behind him yeah and so that's why I'm not as high on him the rest of the guys uh, um I'll we can touch on a little bit here because that's what we're doing for the waiver wire because obviously Murray's not one of them um but yeah I mean all those guys fall about the same to me yeah they're pretty similar uh Pretty similar category. Brian Forbes probably the p- player you want to own right now because he's starting, hits threes. He's pretty efficient. I, I like Brian Forbes. He should be on a team. I'm a big Derek White fan. I talked about this last week. I think you solve the problem if you're Greg Popovich by bringing Brian Forbes and Patty Mills off the bench, starting Derek White, playing White and DeJounte Murray together, and I think those would be the two players to own. But that might not happen. Yeah, I don't think it is. It, it, the, it, from what I... Why is Trey Lyle starting? Like, I, yeah, I think I think he has his rotation set, like or his starting lineup, and that's what's going to happen. So, to me, all three of those guys, aside from Murray, are probably just guys that you stream, stream right? four games, uh, play four games. Yes, absolutely, because those guys are all going to be right around a hundred to one hundred and twenty all year long because they're efficient. But it's they're just too they they don't kill it in any category. Um, but if they're playing four times. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, run them. Great put stream. Them, yeah, put them out there. Yeah. Um, I got uh, somebody that's on your squad right now on my list. Next is uh, Jordan Clarkson. What do you think about? Like, how do you feel about him? 
Yahoo ranking between 66 and 75 right now. Mm-hmm. Guy's really good from the free throw line. I think he might be a league leader, <clears throat> sitting over 90%. Okay. Well, I didn't know that. So yeah, Efficiency is up from field goal percentage. He's like shooting 45%. Pretty okay. good for, for a guard. Yeah, for him too. Doesn't turn the ball over. He will sprinkle in some steals. Occasionally he'll have a five-game dimes. He will get five five assists at times, and he's going to get you 15 points a night. I think he's a good player to own. Uh, they're going to give him the ball in the second unit, so he's got some freedom to just kind of do what he wants. Darius Garland's having a rough start, yeah. so they need scoring in the second unit, so you're going to get it from Clarkson. You know what you're going to get every single night from him. So it's not like he's going to go out and have a big dud, I don't think. And so I think he should be rostered. I really do. Yeah, yeah. Uh... I, I agree. Um, there, and I don't really need to put much more because you hit it all. Um, the only thing that I look at that bothers me is the playing time. Um, he's right in the 20, 22 range. Um, but other than that, um, and, and you know what? Like it could, It's a new coach. I don't even know his name. And most of the time I know everyone's coach, head coach's names. Uh, I know that he's older. Um, but... Essentially, what I'm getting at is I don't know what he does, like yeah. how he rotates his players or what he tends to do, his tendencies. Uh, but if he's on your roster, he's rosterable, right? Sure. Um, and if all of a sudden he starts getting 30. That's killer. Yeah. You're, you, Maybe he closes out games. Yeah. that's. I mean, a guy that should already be rostered and with the question marks, maybe yeah. he can get something to go your way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, I mean, the rotation in Cleveland looks like it's affecting Larry Nance. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's... <laughs> Essentially, yeah, he's. I mean, dro- he got dropped in one of my three leagues. Yeah. Uh, so it's, and I think he's potentially droppable in our league. Uh, the guy that owns him is a big streamer. Like yeah. he'll drop. He dropped DeAndre Jordan last week on a Saturday because he needed someone for Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what? DeAndre Jordan's still on our wire. Yeah, and he's cleared waivers. Yeah, and I think it's because he got injured. Yeah, maybe. We'll it, see. I think he should be picked up probably if he comes back healthy. Yeah, and that's probably why he wasn't a top ad. Because um, we're I'm going off of top ads from yesterday. Yeah. Because uh, it just really shows you like who should be picked up. Um, but yeah, uh, DeAndre could easily make the list next week uh, if he's back and has a 10, 15, 17 re- re- rebound game like he's yeah. known to do. I was super wrong on Kevin Love, and I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say Kevin Love was, will play most of the year. Yeah, I, I'll. Uh, we need to like have a board here and like write bets because I will bet you he doesn't unless he gets traded. I think he stays healthy, and I think he stays in Cleveland, and I think he plays 70, yeah. 70 to seventy five games. What whatever whatever <laughs> odds? I mean, if we were in Las Vegas, I will take those it's a odds. Hell of a that, pick in the fifth round. That will not happen. It's a good pick in the fifth round if he gets traded. He will not play in our fantasy playoffs. I guarantee it. <laughs> so trade it, him at some point? Yeah, absolutely. I guarantee you he's not playing in our fantasy playoffs if he's in a Cavs jersey. I'll take him to get me out of last place. <laughs> <laughs> you're second to last. And yeah, it's and it's, it's a beginning. rough year. Yeah, and if you're if you're in a situation similar to like where you're in second to last, last, third to last, you want to be a owner that is always trading. Uh, trade your way out. Like, yeah, I, just bug everyone in your league. I be like that my guy. team, and I've had some some picks that haven't panned out, but I think they're going to turn the corner here. Yeah, and that's, and that's what I mean. Have fun with it. If yeah. you're going to be second to last and you're just 
a guy that doesn't do any trades and just sits on his team. Like, what's the point? Yeah, yeah. Start trading. Have some fun. Like, even if you lost a trade, what's so what? You'll go from second to last, to last, third to last, to last. Like, at least you had some fun. Comeback train. Yeah. So do it. I mean, get send some trades out. Get them going. Uh, Bruce Brown Jr. is the starting point guard in Detroit. They've had some injuries. Reggie Jackson, his season might be just in the dumps. Yeah. Is Bruce Brown Jr. is he? Rosterable? Yeah, it's if you look at his game log. Let me pull that up. Uh, he's if you look at just the assist column, which is what you want, to, obviously, as being your point guard, and that's what the coach is probably looking at. Um, Played thirty four minutes yesterday. Yeah, and and he, and the coach uh, has said uh, that he is his natural position is point guard to him. To him, that's his natural. It's uh, Dwayne. Yeah, Dwayne said that his natural position is a point guard. And so uh, when he's. So I think he started, what, the last three games at point guard? He has. So he last night had six assists, and the night before he had seven, and then seven again. That's dropping dimes, man. Yeah, so. Wow. Yeah, he's rosterable as as a point guard on Detroit. I think he leapfrogged uh, Tim Frazier because I think his injury is more limited. So like uh, so essentially he'll be back sooner than obviously Reggie Jackson who's out for four weeks, um, so I think he leapfrogged him even when he comes back, um, and uh, Derrick Rose obviously can't start, uh, or they don't like him starting because if not he would have started yeah. R over Tim Frazier so I think he's he's their sixth man once he's back so I think he leapfrogged Tim Frazier, uh, obviously we just talked about Reggie Jackson like I think he probably got leapfrogged by Tim. By Tim Frazier, Reggie Jackson. So I think he might be the starting point guard for the rest of the year. Going forward. Yeah, going forward. And with him getting that amount of assist, I think, is somebody that's rosterable. Yeah, you're probably going to have to be a little patient with him because it's isn't it his rookie year? He's out of Miami. I, he might have uh, played last year. In the second round. Did he play last year or did he get drafted? I think he's a rookie. Oh, wow. Okay. So I think you're going to have to be really patient with him. He's having a really good start to the year, and he is their starting point guard. So, yes, I think go get Bruce... Bruce Brown. Yeah. But be patient with him. Yeah, and I think now He'll that do you, well. Now that you mentioned I thought he was had been in the league at least one year. Now that you mentioned that he's a point guard, you definitely have to give him a longer leash. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um any other waiver wires you want to you want to drop before we move on to NBA scores from yesterday? I was going to bring up a guy from the Warriors, but we'll just talk about the Warriors when we get to the Warriors game. The Warriors, it's kind of going to be fun to talk about, but, oh boy, they have a lot of interesting pieces that are kind of rotating right now. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's dive into scores from last night. There are actually some really, really good games. Um, you start off talking about Knicks and Pistons? Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, that's who I got first on the list here. Frank, their point guard, 38 minutes. Yeah, so let me – what do you think about him? <laughs> I, Jeez, man, he, he's kind of versatile. He, he gets blocks. He gets steals. I don't like anybody for the next point guard, though. I'm not picking up Frank unless he demonstrates maybe four or five games in a row of yeah. really good consistency. Yeah. Let's let's start off with a little asterisk here. <laughs> Any of these guys could go from 30 to five minutes. So it, take everything that we say about the Knicks with a grain of salt, please. So don't. So let's let's just start from there. <laughs> and. Uh, uh, he did get 39 minutes, and he had the best plus-minus uh, on the team, which it I don't know if that's something he looks at, but playing 39 minutes and having the best plus-minus is bodes very well, especially when he got three blocks. So he knows that 
uh, defensively, he can hold down the position. And that's what he got drafted as, is a defensive player um, for that position. But obviously, DSJ is coming back, and so is uh, Alfred Payton. So don't hold your breath there. Don't hold your breath to that guy. Uh, Detroit won 122-102. Detroit looks pretty decent to start the year. They're 4-5. and five. Knicks are 1-7. and seven. Um, Were you surprised with Andre Drummond so far this year? Uh, the one thing that I am surprised, he hit 3-4 for four in this game from the free throw line, which it looks like So he, at a couple years back, 2-3 years back, he was at 30-something percent. Now he's at the in the 60s. So that that's encouraging. So I'm surprised there. Anything, uh, are you surprised by anybody else uh their performances uh, last night? Jeez, I mean, Andre Drummond, 21.9, 18.6 boards. He is putting up very high first-round value. That's nuts to me. Um, there was a couple of really good games by Detroit, but I'm not looking into them. Markeith Morris is going to the bench once Blake comes back. That's mm-hmm. happening really soon. Yeah. Oh, man. Not a whole lot of fantasy implications. Besides Luke Kennard, that guy's playing pretty well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that guy is... Uh, uh, Ownable because I think he is going to stay in the starting lineup no matter what. Um, because, uh, because I don't think Reggie Jackson, like we talked about, gets his job back. And so he didn't like Reggie Jackson and Luke Kennard together, but I think he does like him if he has um, uh, Brown at the point guard. So I think he's going to stick in the starting lineup just yeah. like I think Brown is too. Um, so yeah, what, what do you think about that? Yeah, Luke Kennard, I'm, a, I'm, I'm buying on him. Yeah. Okay, before we move on, I got one quick thing. RJ Barrett missed five free throws, and let's click on what he's at. Can you tell me what he's averaging on the year? Wow, I did not realize that he, he is, missed think, five free throws. I think he's... You're looking for free throw percentage, 49.1? 49% from the free throw line this year. Yikes. 49. to see tank. Yeah, and he has he had three turnovers with those five missed free throws, and at 49%. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It, it, like, the, that's the reason I don't like drafting rookies. Their percentages are horrendous. Would you trade... R.J. Barrett for Andrew Wiggins? I would want R.J. Barrett. Yeah? I, I don't know, actually. Oh, my God. Andrew Wiggins is... Okay, they're close. Man. Canadian boys? Yeah, okay. Andrew Wiggins, when we'll get to him. Uh, I got a note written down. He's sneaky eighth round this yeah, year. he's doing pretty good. Yeah. Had 30 last night. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking Wiggy. I'm yeah. taking Wiggy. Yeah, and he's going to help. Yeah, it's... It's at, close one. At 49% free throw, like, I would you'd probably get so disgusted that he'd end up being traded. Yeah. 49? I don't have tolerance for that from a guard. Yeah, 49%. Yeah. No way, man. Um, if I have someone like Clint Capella or... Clint Capella shoots better yeah. than that. Yeah, or Andre Drummond, <laughs> like, I'm I'm okay with their free throw percentage yeah. because of what they do for me elsewhere. But RJ Barrett just doesn't hold down other categories strong enough for me to yeah. be like, okay... You can stay on my team with forty nine percent shooting. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna probably, maybe that comes up ten percent. Yeah, he's probably gonna get gonna stick around eighteen points a game, but with probably his percentages are probably down there too yeah. on the field goal. So forty nine percent free throw, no thanks. No, thank you. Um, going on to Wizards and Pacers, what are your big takeaways from that game? Um, so I got them split into two teams here. Uh, looks like I have more notes on Washington, so we'll start there. Uh, Bryant looked to be the real deal. Killing um, it. Yeah. Um, his uh, 
Oh, sorry. Seven for seven from the free throw line, and he put up 20 and 11. He is looking really efficient and really good. So if you stabbed at him at fifth round in the draft, you got a home run. Yeah, you're... Killing it. Yeah, he's him. yeah he's gonna hit. Obviously, he's hitting his free throws. He's gonna hit threes. He blocks shots, uh, and his field goal percentage is high too. He's a sophomore he's, at Indiana. Yeah, and then uh, another guy that I. What do you think about Hachimura? Mm-hmm. He had a terrible game last night, and the coach. Oh, Rui. And the coach said that he goes. He's got to earn his minutes, just like everyone else. Is a, a quote that they had. Um, he's sitting right, probably borderline. Mm-hmm. Hold, but yeah. you want to hold him because he's probably fourth option, third option now with uh, Isaiah back. Well, it's kind of similar to like Jaron Jackson Jr., but much different. Uh, and here's how I'll explain that Rui had a terrible game. He went zero points, eight rebounds, one assist, 0 for 5 from the, from the field, had 20 minutes. He <laughs> had a really bad game, but Jaron Jackson Jr. also had a really bad game. He went scoreless, four rebounds, two assists. He went 0 for 5 from the field. So they pretty much had like an exact same box score. Yeah. Obviously, we're talking about two different players, and you got to give a much longer leash to Jaron Jackson Jr. just because of his potential. But Rui, do not drop Rui. He's going to turn it around, and he's had lots of flashes of potential this year, and they're going to give him all the minutes he wants eventually. They have nothing to play for, the Wizards. John Wall's not coming back. Isaiah Thomas is there. He only got 20 minutes last night. So don't jump ship on Rui. I still like him. He's had a couple of really good games. Yeah, I watched him uh, Monday, and he had like their first 10 points. He's nice. Yeah. So Stay in there. Hold yeah, strong. Yeah. Um, and the, only, uh, the last note I have here on the Wizards, uh, Beal had a good game, and he went 1 for 12 from the 3. Damn. If he if he hits two more of those, which is still terrible three point yeah. uh, percentage, he has an even bigger game. So uh, you know, I know that he's sitting at like fifth round value on the year. Do not panic. Hold It'll on. He once he stops shooting one for twelve from three, which he will, he's gonna that uh, ranking will skyrocket. We talked about the Pacers a little bit with Miles um, Turner coming back. Um, Holiday starting at point guard, Aaron Holiday. And um, Sabonis made his appearance back into the lineup. He, he filled into the center slot. He started over um, homeboy from Georgia. What is it? Bitsdaz? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and Goga. Goga. Yeah. Miles Turner's coming back soon, but Sabonis is so dang good and consistent. He's a great player to have on your team. And Malcolm Brogdon. 50-40-90 boy is just lighting up the NBA this year. I even like Malcolm Brogdon when Victor Oladipo returns. Hold on to him. Don't even trade him. Don't even sell high, in my opinion. He's a beast. Yeah. I. So he had an off night shooting because he was 3 for 14. But I do, just to counter a little bit, I do think that Oladipo will have the ball in his hands a lot more when he gets back. And it, But keep in mind, it's they're not gonna. it's going to take a while for him to get back to what he was when you drafted him last year, which was like a second-round guy. Um, so it's going to take him a while to get to there. So I think all throughout that, Brogdon is obviously still going to have a majority of the ball, mm-hmm. have the ball in his hands. But I do think he's, towards the end of the year, yeah, I don't think he's going to average the assist yeah, that he's yeah. averaging now at the end of the year. So if it's somebody that, if values that you're, somebody in your league that's like looking for dimes, and he's just dying for dimes, and so he's hounding you for him, 
and you maybe have, sell high. Yeah, maybe sell high on that end because I don't, I don't think he's gonna get the same amount of assists. He will not have. I saw that somewhere that like the gap that he'd have the biggest jump on average from this year, from last year to this year ever because yeah. he was at like four. I just like his ability to produce even without the ball in his hands because of his consistency. Yeah, no, and he did that a lot last year yeah. when he was in in the Bucks and still produced. I'm just saying, yeah, the dimes I think are gonna dip. Yeah, yeah, cool. Chicago Bulls and Atlanta Hawks. Bulls won one thirteen to ninety three over the Hawks. Uh, that puts the Bulls at three and six, and the Hawks at three and four. I like the Hawks team this year. They had a terrible game. No one really showed up for them, and uh, the Bulls played pretty well as a team. Sadoransky carried them, and they have a decent bench with Thaddeus Young, Kobe White, and Chris Dunn. Uh, they just outplayed them. Yeah, legitimately the. Game I wrote the least amount of notes on. So, uh, you, you hit it with Larry. Um, w- w- uh, Wendell Carter Jr. fouled out in like Yikes. 13 minutes or something. Yeah, six fouls in 13 minutes. Yeah, so. Tough game for the buddy. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Rhea. <laughs> uh, shout out to the uh, guy in our league. Uh, Otto Port. We already talked about Otto, like you yeah. said. Uh, the only thing. On Atlanta, I want to talk about is uh, Trey Young. Like, what do you think? So he had two games with. Uh, he had the game that he came back on. I think Collins was still playing, or he wasn't. He wasn't. Collins was not playing. Okay, so he had a good game when he shook. <laughs> I'm sure Lamarcus. He's, yeah, Lamarcus. So he had nice. a good game there, and that without Collins, and then with another. So last night he had a bad game without him. What do you think? Is a trend. Mm, trend going forward with Trey Young. Yeah. So is it the first game Trey Young or second without? You're going to see first Collins. game Trey Young, in my opinion. So you yeah. think this was just an off? Game? I think this is just an off game for Trey. That there's no way he's going to put up a stat line like he did last night. Three for twelve, four turnovers, didn't play great. Nine points, three assists, three rebounds. I think that that's just a really fluky game for Trey. He's going to get quickly back to putting up second round value probably and he's gonna be fine trey young yeah no it, worries at all yeah i i have a prop the only thing i have a problem with is who is he gonna pass the ball to who else is gonna score i i'm not worried about his scoring yeah but i'm a little worried about and, and he he'll find people with dimes so it's not like i'm stressing about it but i just think that collins he had a guaranteed floor bucket getter yeah so you go in and you know that if he gets four assists, like his bottom, he's going to get three assists to Collins yeah. for sure a night. Like that's go-to guy. He's gone. Uh, I don't know if Parker is that guy. So the only thing I, is maybe his assist dip a little dip bit. A little bit, yeah. Okay. Sacramento and Raptors had kind of a good game last night. Uh, Raptors took the win. They're, they moved 5-2, and 124-120 over the Kings. The Kings guards played really well. I think they really need Bagley back. OG Anobi is looking for real. Aside from his free throws, he looks terrible from the line. But guys, think what is he sitting at? Nineteen overall in Yahoo. Yeah, I don't. Really, I don't know off the top of my head, but it's close. Wow. Yeah, it's OG. Is he the Pascal Siakam from last year? Yeah, and that's what Roto World was saying. Um, I think so, man. Like, I it it's like you watch him and he's he's a sound you know, on the steals. Torian Prince or OG Anobi? Oh, OG. <laughs> 
Oh, gee, man. I was going back and forth which one I was going to draft last year in the 12th round. Or this year in the yeah. 12th round. And I went with Torian Prince. That's still a good pick. Yeah. A killer pick. Yeah. You still killed it because he's still sitting at 6th, 7th. Yeah, OG's Maybe been super surprising. Yeah, he's but OG's sitting at uh, second round. That's, that's not sustainable, though. I don't know, man. No. I don't know. No. I, I don't know. Hail to the no. <laughs> Maybe fifth round on the year. He had... Three blocks last night. Golly, I might be wrong. <laughs> three blocks last night, and he's known for steals. Sell him high. Yeah. Don't listen to Pippen. Yeah. Okay. Sell him high, but I don't know how. Like, who would you? If I offered you, I picked. Okay, so I picked up. Would you take Al Horford? I would trade Al Horford for OG in a minute. Okay, I'd so take you, Al. You would take. And I'd trade you OG. Okay, Done I would deal. Take, I would take OG. <laughs> not me. I would take OG. I'm uh, not. I'm not discrediting what OG can do. I'm just saying that it's he's been really hot this year, and it's because he's been efficient. He hasn't been filling up the box. The he hasn't been filling, filling up the stats too crazy, but he's just been solid all around. So we'll see yeah. if he continues it. Yeah, I got a one thing here about uh, the Raptors. I looked at Siakam's, and he's killing. He's up in second round. But I looked at his box score. He has one block on the season. Wow, that's one dead, block that's way down. Yeah. So and so it, and it was something that he didn't do last year either. So you knew going into it when you drafted. And so for anybody that I make mental notes that I will remember right now, and I'll remember next year when it's draft season. I'll remember mental note for Pascal Siakam. If you're drafting him, which you should, and I'm not saying you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. It probably cost you a second rounder at a minimum, which is also good. You're gonna have to go for blocks at some Somewhere point. Else, yeah. uh, one block on the season. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, make that mental note for that. Uh, cool game to discuss Warriors Rockets. Let's dive into the Warriors. Okay. Yeah, I think we were a bunch of waiver wire guys here. That here we are go potential. with the waiver wire central: Kai Bowman, Jordan Poole, Willie Cauley Stein, Eric Pascal, Glenn Robinson third. Oh my goodness, what do you do in the Bay? <laughs> uh, okay, so I had Glenn Robinson in one of those three drafts that I or leagues that I have in, and I ended up dropping him before this game. And he had the worst plus minus, but if you look. At just the amount of playing time that he got, he was second on the team, tied with pass. Uh, I think we're saying his name wrong, Pascal. It's it had like it has like a French. Mm. I can't. Pascal. Yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rookie uh, out of Villanova. Uh, uh, anyways, he got second, tied for second. Uh, um, uh, for minutes, uh, Kai Bowman got first. Uh, which is another guy that I think if. D'Angelo ever comes back, I think that's the guy that gets hurt. But so that's what I'm saying. What I'm getting at is I don't think Glenn I think Glenn Robinson and Pascal are going to have solid 30 minutes a game. So those guys obviously Pascal should have already been gone. The game that he had against the Blazers was incredible. Grab him. Yeah, so he's gone. I take uh Glenn Robinson the third, maybe second on that team right he, now. And that's what I'm saying. So he's probably still I don't know he's where very, Low on percentage. Oh, okay. I think yeah. I, I think I have it here. Give me a second. Uh, I'm not so sure if I want very many other people on the Warriors right now. Um, I have Willie Cauley Stein as the last player on my roster, 
I'm kind of close to dropping him. I think you got to be a little patient with Willie. He's, he's still not playing big minutes. Only played 20 last night. The thing that's been attracting to me so far about Willie has been his ability to come in and be efficient. He's shooting 100% from, from the free throw line this year. He's only shot six. His field goal percentage is high, um, but his usage rate is low. So I saw him get embarrassed last night. He went up for a dunk, and Capella blocked it. He oh got it. Goodness. He got it back, and then he got stuffed even harder and got blocked. He got blocked twice in a row, and Clint Capella put up the double C's where he puts a crosses his arms in an X and then makes C's with his hands. And I was just like, "Does he do that for Clint Capella?" Like yeah, <laughs> he like, to- yeah, he totally annihilated him. So you dropping Willie? Uh, you know, I would prefer Glenn Robinson at this point because you know that he's gonna get thirty minutes, and I think Looney is actually a guy that they're. Uh, Gonna want to start ahead of him because he has more potential. Mm-hmm. So obviously, all of these guys are. So they're gonna play Pascal because of potential. They're gonna play Poole because of potential. They're gonna probably play Bowman because of potential. And I don't. And I think uh, that there's Spellman is probably more potential. And then same thing with uh, Alec Burks. Yeah. Off the bench. Yeah. See, that's a guy that killed it. And this probably should be owned as well. So uh, let's put them in order. You want to put them in order? Yeah. One, Pascal, right? 100%. Okay. Two for me is Robinson. Glenn Robinson, third. Okay. That's, uh, yeah, two, right? For you two? Two, I agree. Okay. Third, at the moment, is probably Burks because he's outplaying Poole. Or do you like Poole better? I like Burks. Yeah. I'm going Burks, but Poole... Uh, yeah, no he's, Yeah, he's shooting two for 11, um, and, and it's not just this He's a game. rookie. Yeah, um, so so that's what I'm saying, three. And then, then, then Willie Colley? Go Willie, and maybe Bowman? Yeah, see, and that's what I'm saying. So those guys are 13. going to be back. Kind of stay away from the Warriors, but pass, those pass three should be owned. Those two, those two, and, I think. Glenn Robinson. Glenn Robinson and Pascal. Glenn Robinson still not owned in our league. I know. So he's probably top of, one of the top waivers. The waiver. thing that's rough about Glenn Robinson the third is that he has a good game and then he has a bad game. He has a good game and then a bad game. Yeah, he just follows that trend and so it's just like, how big of a headache do you want at yeah, the end of your bench? But he's gonna play thirty. He's gonna play thirty minutes. Yeah. So I, I think he both those guys should be rostered. Yeah. Uh, Rockets. You want to hit the Rockets real quick? Which no, we're gonna skip the Rockets. We're rolling to Grizzlies. Timberwolves. Okay. We right. talked about the Rockets. Yeah, we did. We hit on House Tucker yeah. mm-hmm. Capella just now getting blocked six. He ended up with six. That's crazy. Okay, which one is the next one? Uh, Timberwolves and Grizzlies. I love this game. This is fun. This is a fun game. Jarrett Culver, woo, I like the big guy. Texas Tech, man, starting at point guard. Obviously probably not rosterable right now with Teague coming back, but, man, I am big on Culver long-term. Yeah. Uh, when Obviously we do the bracket when the brackets drop uh, for the NCAA. I had them winning the championship because I just I watched him play um, in what divi- what division is Texas Tech, which is not – or conference, which mm. is, I mean, completely off topic. But I just saw him play in the co- in the conference championship game uh, or tournament, and I was just like, "Who is this, this guy?" guy a real deal. Yeah. So, uh, and then he got drafted. And then he killed it in the uh, killed it in the NCAA bracket, and then got taken third. Yeah. Um, and they started him at point guard, uh, and he had what six assists last night? He's seven. He did good. Seven. Nice. Yeah. Fifteen, five, and seven. That's nice. But Teague will be back soon, so that'll be short lived. Um, Grizzlies got the win, uh, second win on the season. 
I thought they looked pretty good. They just there's just not a lot of uh, defense in this game. Uh, John Morant's real deal. Yeah, uh, we he every single game he plays, he has a highlight reel. Um, I follow all pretty much half my Instagram is basketball related, so there's always videos. He makes it every night he plays. There's a video of John Morant doing something insane. Yeah, Jaw <laughs> is awesome. I really like Jaw this year. Gonna kill it all year long. Hopefully, yeah. he doesn't get shut down later in the season. Maybe at the end of the year when the Grizzlies aren't playing for much. Yeah, I, I, he's got a small body. Uh, dim, like he, when I watched him, I thought he'd be a little bigger, and I might have mentioned that last week. Uh, but uh, yeah, so in that sense, I can see him getting maybe shut down. But I don't know. I think they're gonna let him play. Um, I think he'll finish the season. Uh, another guy that uh, uh, that I want to bring up is. Uh, Crowder and he didn't make our waiver wire, but he hit six for eight from the field, four threes. He did shoot two for four from the line, but I don't think that's a thing that's consistent. Yeah, going to happen. Good game. Yeah. So, but he had two steals. So with he had four threes with two steals and a block, and ended up with eighteen points, which is I mean four super super good stat line. Yeah, four four threes with two two steals and a block, like. Uh, I mean, maybe a guy you need to consider. Yeah, yeah, at the end. Yeah, at the. He keeps getting thirty-three minutes a night, and he's starting. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, if he does that a couple times in a row, he will end up on my squad. You want Jay Crowder or Dylan Brooks? Jay. Yeah, I think. I'd go Jay for yeah, sure. I want Jay. Um, it, we probably should have put him in the waiver wire. <laughs> I I don't know how we skipped him. Probably should be a pickup here and there. Yeah. Magic and Mavericks. I was watching them in this game, and, and Aaron Gordon had back-to-back offensive fouls and just made two terrible decisions right at the end of the game. <laughs> oh, goodness, Aaron Gordon. But And um, they lost by they one. lost by a point, yeah. Kristaps had a rough game. Dwight Powell should probably be owned because he played big minutes. He's going to be the center to own in, in Dallas. <laughs> yeah. you, you agreeing with that? I literally have. This is my note. Powell played 34 minutes, add exclamation point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, he didn't have, like you said, the best game. But if he's playing that many minutes, they'll with, come. Yeah, the games will come, especially because you would have to think and that Kristaps would eventually get a night off. Yeah, and Rick Carlisle said he loves playing Kristaps and Dwight Powell together. They just complement each other really well. So that bodes well for his outlook. Yeah. Um. Another thing on. Yeah. Okay. So seeing lines like Kristaps put up last night, and. Combining them and looking at the fact that that he hit like third round, he's getting picked ADP like third round. It's like the that line with the third round. I just don't see it. So I wrote down a couple of things here. So in two thousand seventeen eighteen, so he didn't play for the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. So he didn't play at all eighteen nineteen towards or, ACL. Or yeah, the year prior to that. Um. 19th, he was 19th ranked, but he only played 48 games. So mm-hmm. he killed his owners there. And then the year before that, he was 34th, which put him right at the end of the third. And he only played 66 games, which probably in total, he probably still didn't produce at his ADP. The year before that was his rookie year. So he probably, you probably killed it no matter what, because he probably got taken. Got him in the 10th. 10th, 11th, maybe even 12th. Yeah. Uh, but what I'm getting at is is that he hasn't finished a season, so he's never played in anybody's fantasy uh, oh, yeah. playoffs. You spent a third-round pick on him, and he's putting up 
and he, this is his first bad game probably. Mm-hmm. Um, he's putting up, like I said, four for 14, one for two from the line. Um, yeah. But I, what I'm getting at is I don't think third was, you don't think you're going to get what you put in because people took him all the time, all the boxers I did. Yeah. Third round, third round. And he's only put up above third round once. And yeah. he played 44 games in that game. He's swinging for the fences with the he, big guy. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't like it. Yeah. Um, I would much prefer him in the fifth. Can you please touch on our homeboy, DeLon Wright? Uh, <laughs> What's going on with their shooting guard position? Uh, so I own him, and I picked him up very late, very late. So 10th, I can 11th round? Yeah, maybe later than that. 12th? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, you're right. Probably 10th or 11th. Yeah, okay. So I'm not too worried about it because prior to this game, he was at fifth round value. You're um, not worried about him going forward? And. I, okay, I'm not worried about what I spent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like, so anything I get, it'll be extra. What do you do in the next week with DeLon Wright? I think, depends on what kind of owner you are. If you're patient, good. It's a guy you should probably, that you should roster. Like, he should be rostered by patient people. He has two, three more bad games. He'll be gone off. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, buddy. Yeah. I don't know, Seth Curry played six minutes i don't think he was hurt they just decided let's throw in uh jj Brea and here we go with uh brunson and here we go with justin jackson tim hardaway jr uh their yeah. position's a mess uh if uh add on twitter is fantasy labs go ahead and add them up uh they are the fastest when it comes to news make it so that you get a notification the second that they post something i didn't see anything come up for steph uh seth, seth curry uh, other than the fact that he just so no injury update, so they'll they'll update you for injuries. I didn't see an injury update. Fancy Labs is so fire. Yeah, <laughs> it is the best. Yeah, you need, if you're invest stock in Fantasy Labs. <laughs> yeah, uh, so uh, they just you just got the update that he got uh, supplemented in or he, uh, that he got took over by Jalen Brunson in the uh, um, in the uh, starting lineup. So. Uh, yeah, anyways. We'll monitor it going forward. Yeah, for sure. Two last games to touch on real quick. Uh, 76ers lost to the Utah Jazz. Jazz look really, really good. Ben Simmons went down. Uh, the Sixers are going to be fine. They're 5-2. and two. I really like the Jazz outlook on the season. Do you like the Jazz as a top-five team in the West? Uh, yeah, their defense looks legit. Um, if you take their total amount of points scored for the year, like if you when you look at the standings, uh, the difference between the amount of points that they score and that they allow as a team um, is very, it's the biggest, one of the biggest gaps. Um, uh, Go Jazz. Yeah, so they have a really good defense um, and a potent offense. Spider so. Mitchell's putting up 11th overall. Yeah, he's he's Woo! he's sitting there second round. He Efficiency prob- skyrocketed. This yeah, year. and I think it's probably got to do just with experience and, and whatnot. Maybe having Mike handle the ball a little more yeah who knows Maybe. yeah i mean either although mike's having a terrible rough. year yeah definitely rough year um let's see i got uh so there was a so gobert spoke with the uh reporters and said that he needs to get the ball more which mm. uh i mean like this isn't the first time we've heard of a big guy say i want the ball more you know because those are the guys that end up you know, the point guard brings us up the ball. They, you know, so they have the ball. So big guys tend to gripe a little bit more. Uh, he had a killer game after after saying, hey, I need the ball. Um, 
I was watching SportsCenter and they said that this year he's averaging three shots less than he did last year. Wow. He's probably pulling a page out of Joel Embiid's book saying, give me the rock, baby. Uh, what to do, baby? Go to baby. <laughs> like Gobert. Gobert's nice. Yeah, a little he's cool, a stud. A little kawaii there. <laughs> Uh, Gobert is uh, probably going to continue to trend up as the year goes on. He's had kind of a slow start, but boy, yeah, I love Gobert. I think he'll get it right. Yeah, he'll get it right for sure. The Bucks in the Clips, uh, no, no Kawhi and Lou Williams and Montrose Hale feasted. Oh my gosh, feasted! It's th- those they have the deepest team. Yeah. If those guys are coming off your bench, you can just start them. So let's say. Paul, Paul George comes back, takes a rest day, you can start Lou. If both of them take two rest days, they'll do what they did last night, start both Harold and Lou, because it worked. Harold had 34 points, 13 rebounds, 5 assists, a steal and a block, and, and then you can go ahead, if you want to read off Lou's, also hit 34, and had 11 assists. If that's something that you can do, uh, on any given night where your two stars are out. Have them off the bench. Yeah, they're so deep. Yeah, they're such a deep team. I'm excited for when PG and Kawhi get back playing together. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Fun to watch. Milwaukee got the the win, and Kawhi, or I mean, Giannis had just a crazy stat line. I'm playing against Giannis right now, and he just hit me hard last night. Yeah, if you want to, can you pull up his averages? It's insane. He's averaging 24.8. 13.6, 7.6 assists. That's a big jump in in, in, in assists. So he's he jumped from probably two years ago from three to five. 7.6. And now he's at seven. Malcolm's gone. 1.4 steals, 1.4 blocks. He's sh- making threes, hit four last night. Only only thing that carries him down is his free throw percentage. Yeah. Do you, what do you think? you think that's sustainable, the eight assists? Because mm. he's right at eight. Yeah, I mean, I right below could. it. I think he, he could, could be right around seven to eight. You think that's sustainable? Yeah, probably going to win MVP again this year. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Uh, I, I just I did not imagine if he ever. And so he hit four threes last night. Yeah, he hit four. If he gets to one three a game, which it looks like he's going to do, oh my gosh! And he gets his free throws of maybe seventy five percent. If he hits his free throws, he is unanimous game. number one. Yeah. Unanimous. He hits free throws. It's over. If he's hitting one three and hits his free throws, unanimous. Number one. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Any other notes on, on Bucks and Clippers? Uh, just one quick waiver wire ad. Uh, is George Hill is still hot. Still hot. He's still hot. Um, he's been hot. He was on. Uh, he was a mention on the waiver wire pickups. I think last week. And he's Six still. Threes. And he's still going. Um, you. This is why when someone gets hot, you just pick them up. Just just pick them up. And, if he because from week to week he's still hot 33 years old 11 years in the league yeah getting 25 minutes a night maybe off the bench yeah and 24 still, points still with producing. six threes uh that's um yeah that's my last note on the bucks yeah but yeah pick them up awesome well i think that's going to conclude today's session uh this is fantasy basketball podcast the pickup episode number two we want to thank all of our listeners for being present and, and supporting us as we continue to grow this podcast to our best abilities Uh, anything to add Luis before we wrap up today no I mean just uh, thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you next week Um, sorry it went a little longer than normal we really love our 
Yeah. Basketball. We could talk about basketball all day long. Yeah, and that's why we did it. Yeah, so so this next week coming up, we'll be looking at, uh, obviously, going into week four for waiver wire ads, the hottest pickups that are out there. We're going to kind of recap on NBA news on Wednesday night, since it's the most popular night of basketball, majority of the weeks, and uh, recap on NBA big news. All right. Thanks, guys. See you guys next week.